One, two, three. The eavesdrop. Imagine if I told you that I want you. Imagine if it all came true. Tell me what would you do with me? Would you tell me that you feel the same? Imagine if I told you that I need you. Would you say, baby, I need you too? Uh, no. no, let's try and no, let's not try and do that again. Anyway, <laughs> hello everyone. Welcome to the eavesdrop. My name is Lyafar. Thank you so much for joining me here today. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Um, I'm drinking English breakfast tea because you care and no milk, no sugar, because that's how I roll. But can I just say, can I just say, yeah, because you lot care about me. I know I had Lurpak butter today. Mm-hmm. Yes, and in this cost, in a cozy lives, we know how much Lurpak butter costs. So I'm feeling very bougie, extremely bougie. Yes, I had it on agege bread. Yeah, oh my god! If you don't know what agege bread is, it's like, um, it's like um, it's like Nigerian hardo bread. But um, you know, hardo bread is hard. It's soft, but it's hard. A gege bread is just, it's just soft in the inside and it's, it's, it's a very nice something. So could you imagine a gege bread with lurpak butter? Hey, 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 I was living in luxury this morning, living in luxury this morning, living in luxury this morning, considering the cost of levy, levy, and luxury this morning. Okay, she's happy. She's happy. You know what? I had the wildest um is it epiphany revolution my girl you know i like to drop english and the english doesn't english me shit anyway the birds were just outside my window chirping chirping chirps in i was like oh, the birds are really chirping they're really chirping like a chirpser and then it came to me wow the english street slang is what so it's actually english language so Obviously, I don't know what they call chatting up nowadays for the young folk, yeah. But when I was in my in my youths, yeah, when I was like, when a guy would chat you up, they would say, "Oh, he's chirpsing you," and I never put two and two together. Like, oh, chirpsing like a bird would chirp in the morning. They're chirping, they're tweeting, so it's chirpsing. Duh! Wow! So it literally just came to me only like a hundred years later. But I don't know, what do they call chatting up nowadays? Like, you're, I need to know the new London slang for chirpsing because it's no longer chirpsing. If I say, oh, he's chirpsing you, people will just know, wow, you're really, you're really showing your age. Like the other day, I was like, so every now and then, so for a long time, <laughs> okay, just totally right. So like after university, yeah, so just let you know, I grew up in ends yeah you already know that whatever I grew up in ends but after university I came back to ends right in a London speaking very different and I think I don't know what it was I think maybe I just enunciate more but now obviously um I've kind of got that and you also I find that my accent changes depending on who I'm speaking to so my acts my British accent will either get stronger or lighter, or it might become more African, or it, like it, it depends on who I'm talking to. Anyway, why am I saying all of this? Get to the point, get to the point. Wow. Chirping, so I said chirping. Ah, oh, the birds were chirping. Oh yeah, right, yeah. Okay, so. 
Oh my gosh, this is bad. So I'm saying all of that because sometimes I w- I like to drop back into like my London slang, but obviously going back into my London slang, I'm, I'll be telling my age because I'm not of the youth them to be dropping the bars like that. So the other day I was talking to my friend who is actually older than me, yeah? But I said, ah, oh, um, what did I say? I said, skeen? If you're from London, you know what skiing is. It's like, okay, oh my, like, okay. So, and I said, and I think depending on what part of London you were from at the time, like if you're a South Londoner, some people say skiing, some people say scene. And I said, ah, oh, skiing, is that you, yeah? And my friend was laughing. She's like, skiing, wow, you really taking it back? I was like, yeah, we got to bring back, the, we got to bring back the old school slang. But she was laughing at me, first of all, because I was using old slang. And the fact that I was using slang, I was like, girl, please, please, you older than me anyway. I didn't say that, but I was thinking that because I try not to call people out for their age. But yeah, how we doing, guys? Do you know what? Tina Turner, that's what I've been listening to because, oh, this news nearly done my dance, you know. It nearly done my dance. Ah, it caught me off guard like death usually does. But rest in paradise, a legend, an absolute legend. Ah, can we give it up? Can we just have a moment of silence for, for for the queen that is Tina Turner? Okay, so I was introduced to Tina Turner from my mum. I don't know if it's obvious, but anyway, I, tw- I, I, I posted something about it on my Insta. Oh my God. Basically, she was like, in my household, Tina Turner was everything, everything. And also, I feel like that's also why I love Beyonce even more because finding out that Beyonce loved Tina Turner, obviously, I don't think I loved Beyonce. I don't love Tina Turner as much as Beyonce did because my love for Tina Turner was based on my mum's love for Tina Turner. We used to rinse Tina Turner out. And obviously, um, I was the only child for for like the first, (laughs) I was the only child for a long time before I got like a, a brother or a sister. And, um, so where I'm going with this is my mum had a Nigerian accent. And so sometimes, even though like you grow up, you're born in the UK, if you have a parent who has an accent, you, where you will pick up the accent because that's where you're learning English from. Right. So, (laughs) so I remember going to primary school and just talking to my friends. And I remember having this whole argument about whether, Tina Turner's name was Tina Turner or Tina Tonner because my mum used to say Tina Tonner. Oh yes, play Tina Tonner. Play Tina Tonner. Hey, yeah, let's li- let's listen to Tina Tonner. Let's watch Tina Tonner. Tina Tonner, Tina Tonner, Tina Tonner. So all of my childhood, like primary school years, I thought her name was Tina Tonner. And I never really clocked the spelling. I well, actually I did clock the spelling, but mm, did I? I must have because I used to play, put the video on for my mum. Did I clock the spelling? No, no, I definitely didn't. 
Maybe I did. I don't know. Either I did or I didn't, but I didn't put two and two together. So I used to call her Tina Tonna. And I remember having a big argument with my best friend. And she'd be like, no, it's Tina Turner. Like to turn, turn around, it's Turner. I was like, no, it's not. It's Tina Tonna. Anyway, shout out Tina Tonna, man. <laughs> and we used to watch... Um, we used to watch the Rio concert. Oh my goodness. Because my mum had it on VHS. Um, yes, I'm telling my age. But yes, VHS. I know that's like some obsolete object for to some people now. Like, what is that? What's a DVD nowadays? You get me? Guinea? Mm, when when they're streaming. When they're streaming. What's a DVD? So, um, yeah. And then I remember when my mum would let me eventually watch what's love got to what's love got to do with it so like um the Angela Bassett when Angela Bassett played Tina Turner and I think initially I don't know I wasn't allowed to watch it I think I I don't know what the case was because you know I don't know if there were any funny scenes in it but I remember not being allowed to watch it for a really long time and um what what a legend what a freaking legend I don't know what else to say she was just so iconic such uh, and in what made me sad even more sad about the situation is because so when you've lost somebody yeah anytime somebody passes away or a family relative or another person passes away it reminds you of your own loss and it's so hard it's so hard it's such a weird one because you're like I'm fine and that's why they're like you know when people are like time is a healer I'm like not necessarily because it can hit you like a bus like one minute you're fine and then something will just trigger you and then you're in balls of tears and I think that's what the passing of Tina Turner did to me it's like oh cry like obviously Tina Turner is gone but then the person who introduced me to Tina Turner is also gone and um it just made me think, oh gosh, like if mum was around, I would have called her and been like, oh, mummy, sorry, like, do, oh, and I, or I would have, I would have run over to her house, like, oh, sorry, that we probably would have watched, I don't know if we would have watched, um, no, we probably would have watched like all the tributes and stuff together, and yeah, um, oh gosh somebody was asking me, have I ever done a Tina Turner cover? And I was like, no, I haven't. No, I haven't. And then it tricked, I, I just remembered just now that, um, there's an Al Green song called, um, let's stay together. So I was introduced to that song via Tina Turner. That was the first time I heard it. So at the time growing up, I thought it was a Tina Turner original because she sang it so well and she made it her own. So I always thought that anytime I heard the song or even heard people covering the song, I just assumed that they were covering Tina Turner, not realizing Tina Turner was covering an Al Green song. And that's probably one of my favorite Tina Turner songs, actually, even though it's not hers, but um, it's the I'm so in love with you i'm not gonna sing it properly whatever you wanna do it's all right about me it made me feel so brand new yeah let's stay together yeah that song right there lovely lovely i've just butchered it but you know the song i'm talking about anyway so um it just made me really sad like just just memories do you know what i mean and oh my goodness totally so also I associate Tina Turner with my mum I also associate Tina Turner with Chris Eubank so if you don't know who Chris Eubank is he 
was a boxer because um I used to watch boxing oh sad times obviously also boxing used to be like proper and not what it is now well I don't know if it still is proper but you see a lot of like social media influencers going in the ring and they're making a lot of money out of it like KSI boxing with professional boxers but when I was growing up, my grandfather, oh God, my grandfather, who used to love boxing, I used to have to watch boxing with my granddad and he loved Chris Eubank and so did my mum. And there was a song that he would come out to in the ring, um, Simply the Best, which was a Tina Turner song. And also um, I discovered, well, I didn't discover when I was in primary school, Chris Eubank, or you, you know, I might be saying too much, but okay, you probably could Google it, but um the primary school that Chris Eubank went to as a child was the same primary school that I went to. So when he was in his prime, he actually came to visit my school. Aww, and they play, I remember them playing Simply the Best. Simply the Best. Dun, 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 better than all the rest. Classic. Classic Tina Turner moment, even though I'm associating her with all of these iconic people and legendary she's a legend anyway love her for her music for her authenticity for telling her truth for just being her like such an impact anyway all right r.i.p rest in paradise a queen an absolute legend so i'm probably gonna listen to a bit more of tina turner throughout the week and maybe watch some tributes via the social media what have you been listening to my time is really, really flying. I'm trying to be as quick as possible. Um, what have you been listening to? Share with me. You know, what I love when you lot like DM me and like share with me some of your songs. Like I notice, I feel like some of you are shy, which is fine. I respect that. I respect that. You could DM me on DM me, DM me on the Instagram. It's fine. And just share with me some of the songs that you're loving because sometimes they do get added to my playlist. Or so also I have other playlists. I have playlists within playlists because sometimes you're just trying to create a vibe. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, what have I been watching? Um, I haven't actually I haven't had time to watch TV per se, but what I did see, I just been seeing the social media and all the madness, but something that kind of I've spoken about this before, but Beverly Knight and Alexander Burke are in theatre. They are doing sister... Is it... What are they doing? Is it sister act? Yeah. Yeah, they're doing sister act. And it just triggers me. It just triggers me in such a way. So I I don't know if I spoke about this. I don't... It's not every day speak about your trauma. <laughs> Let me drink my tea. But anyway, it annoys me that Beverly Knight one of the greatest soul singers out of the UK is doing theater and no disrespect, no shades to theater because get your coin and that's a skill in itself. That's a talent in itself. I know that they work very hard, but I'm talking about, there are different levels to everything. Sure you get. Beverly Knight is one of the greatest soul singers out of the UK, out of the United Kingdom. Why is she doing a sister act? And I could get, it's like she, maybe she just feels like it or whatever, but I just feel like Beverly Knight is, <laughs> the way you lot love Adele, right? 
it's Beverly Knight that needs to have those flowers. I'm really, really sh- sorry. And I'm not, no shade to Adele because Adele is, I, I feel like she's just gotten better with age. <laughs> she has definitely gotten better with age. But the people that paved the way for the Adele's, yeah. And I think where I'm going with this, and I think you'll know where I'm going with this, is the complexion of somebody's skin. Why is it that what um, the biggest soul singer to come out of the UK looks like an Adele? When soul is not... <laughs> mm, if I speak, soul comes from the people of, of the continent, right? Or not necessarily... Oh, yeah, I said it now. But soul comes from the people that look like me. Why is the biggest soul singer to come out of the UK, why is it that she looks like an Adele? Even um, Snow Allegra. Okay, she's not British, but is she, she's, is she Swedish? My dear. The thing is, Snow Allegra, I've been so anti about her because she's so talented. Her music is so good. But it's what it's what I'm seeing repeatedly, repeatedly in the music industry. It's hard enough for women to get a break anyway. But then when they do get a break, it's nobody that looks like me. It's nobody of the dark. And if they do look like me, they're definitely of the lighter, lighter, lighter tone. And then also there's this thing of um, it's, it's a bit of black fishing a little bit because Snow Allegra has this very sort of Sade look, like her hair's always like tied back in a ponytail. And, you know, there's just a little bit of like exoticness about her. And I'm like, no, but I swear this is just a white girl. And no, like she's extremely talented, but it just, it, and it's not her fault. It's not her fault that she looks the way she looks. Like, you know, as I said the other time, like, is it, is it her fault that she's fine? It's not her fault. But where I'm going is that where the money gets pushed and where the money gets placed is like, why can't you, I beg, I beg. I'm always talking. I'm always talking the talk and it's nothing to do with not being able to find the talent because the talent is there. The talent is there. It's not, it's choosing not to see it. It's choosing to intentionally. And also it's that thing of what is marketable. But I have a theory that whatever is marketable is what you make marketable. Like you can trick the algorithm. You can. I know because there is like, there is an anti-blackness even within the black community. I'm aware of that. But you can trick the algorithm. If you keep pushing the same thing into people's faces over and over again, eventually they're going to love it. Like take Beyonce's album, for example. Now, this is <laughs> this is somebody who actually is going to see Beyonce. Yeah, and I'm very excited about it. But, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm very excited about it. But where I'm going is that that wasn't her greatest piece of work, that album. But it's been pushed in our face. Money has gone into it. There's been, even if it's not just money that has gone into it, but also there's this um, sheepness, like this follow culture where people will be like, oh yeah, I love it, I love it. But I'm like, do you really love it? Or do you love it because you've heard it so many times or you love it because... You love it because everybody else loves it. So you think, you know, I've seen, I've heard of film critics, right? Talking about, they don't even know whether a film is good or not. They just go with the bandwagon. And it's just like, come on. And I'm not talking about all film critics. I've just said, I've heard of, right? But it's just, and I'm, 
It's just a lot for me. I'm saying trick the algorithm. Go ahead and trick the algorithm and give us something different. Give us something that looks different, that sounds different. Because the girlies that you're giving us, they sound great. But they, where they getting their soul from, where they getting their influence from, are from people that look like me. <sighs> anyway. On to the topic of Beyonce. I'm very, very pleased that the set, she's doing a lot of her old songs and it's going to be a mix because I was just like, <laughs> my sister and I were like, we need to go and study this album because <laughs> we've paid, we've paid for this thing. We have to enjoy it by fire, by force. And I'm so glad it's going, it's it, what I've seen of the, I've enjoyed all of the spoilers, but I'm very excited about that. Anywho, anywho, on to other things that I've seen. Oh God. So we're going to get a little bit more serious before we get lighthearted again. <sighs> so on other things I've seen, the internet or not just the internet, but everyone's going wild. Social media and the media is going wild with the whole Holly Willoughby and Philip Schofield fallout. And my initial thought was there. I'm not going to talk too deep on it. Well, at least I'm going to try not to because, <laughs> hey, I heard of super injunctions and I said, what? I said, yeah. I said, mm, mm. and the way people are suing people just for having an opinion. Hey, yeah. But do you know what? Just on that note, I miss Wendy Williams. Just before we go into the whole Schofield saga. I miss Wendy Williams. I know it's Wendy Williams was like, you she was like a love or hate or the person that you love to hate or the person that you hate to love oh whichever the funny thing is yeah she spoke about everybody and anybody and my theory was that or yeah I had a theory that if Wendy if Wendy if Wendy Williams has said it means it's true I need her to come back and set all of us girlies straight put us all in check because I understand she went through her thing. If you're wondering who Wendy Williams is, where are you? Do you live under a rock? She's a, she had her own show, um, the Wendy Williams show. And she had um, the favorite part of the show was Hot Topics where she would just, she would just gist us with all the sweetest gossip of celebrity news. Shay you get. And um, I love that she talk about the high, the low, the A-listers, the D-listers. She spoke about everyone. Meanwhile, she had her own scandal going on. But I love that things are getting in check because have you noticed, if you've been checking social media, like on the platforms, she's starting to look a bit more put together. So I'm like, is she coming back? <sighs> I know this is a very unpopular opinion considering that a lot of people hate her, but I, I, she was one of my guilty pleasures. I really, really enjoyed that. Anyway, back to the Schofield saga. I don't know why I spoke about Wendy Williams. Anyway, so I was looking at the whole... Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby situation, yeah, and the media telling us that they're no longer friends, that they had a rift, yeah, without, this was before I went into, to, before I went onto the TikTok, because if you want to get the news, go on TikTok, hey, those TikTokers have really, oh my goodness, the way they like to find the scandal, yeah, anyway, they've really told the story better than I ever could, um, but, so, um, Oh, this is funny, 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 funny. So when it initially came out that they were having a, a rift in their relationship, I was like, who cares? What's my own? Like, why is this coming up everywhere? I don't care if they're not friends anymore. But then obviously going into the story, I realized, oh, 
Holly Willoughby is now trying to distance herself from the madness. So if you don't live in the UK, you don't know what's going on. So Philip Schofield is a is he a journalist, date, a television presenter on a show called This Morning um, on ITV, which is a television channel here in the UK. And he's been doing it for over 20 years, right? Maybe 22 years, something like that. I've Since I was a baby, I've been seeing him on my screen. Let's just put it like that. I've been seeing him for, for the longest time on my screen. And This Morning is a really, really long running um, daytime show. So he... Um, so <laughs> I don't even know how to tell this story well without getting blasted or somebody coming for me, but, um, it came out recently. Yeah. That his brother has been sentenced to, is it 12 years? He's going to the jail, child. He's going to the jail for trigger warning child abuse. Yeah. <laughs> All the child abuse, everybody needs to enter the bin. I feel so strongly about it. Everybody needs to enter the bin, including some people that are among uh, in the royal family. Everybody needs to enter the bin. Bin them. I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. And also, also, <laughs> no more also. Let me know also that basically, yeah. So he's going to the jail, yeah, to the prison for doing for doing his thing, yeah, and. Apparently, according to the, um, so I think, is it Philip Schofield, his brother, uh, what's his brother's name, Tim? I might be calling him Tim and his name is something anyway. Anyway, Schofield, the brother is going to the jail. Yeah. Now Schofield himself. Yeah. (laughs) Does anybody remember when he came out and said that he's, he's gay? (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. And the gays were vexed. The girlies were vexed because he really, really, it was a real trickery on us because the girlies were vexed. We're like, you're gay and so, and so who cares? Who cares? Why are you making? And, and, and I was, I was like, Hmm. Okay. So he's gay. Right. Okay. I don't care. And the gays seem not to care either. So why is this a big deal? Why are you announcing it? Like what? Hmm. But then obviously he was married and then um, oh, he's got kids and he's from a different era. So I thought, okay, he's a different era. Maybe it has to be announced like that. Meanwhile, little did we know, little did we know that prior to this announcement, yeah, supposedly, allegedly, right, there were going to be stories coming out on his his alleged relationship with somebody who works with him a runner right who is significantly younger than him allegedly 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 or i've put all the alleged there so nobody should come and fire me this is according to tiktok okay so (laughs) that should even let you know that my sources are not correct okay (laughs) oh right so um allegedly he the papers were going to come out with this story. So he now had to quickly come and say that he's, he's gay. Yeah. None of us care. Good for you. Live your best life. Mm-hmm. That one's done. But it turns out that actually the papers and the press did come out with the story. Maybe a couple of months prior to him. I don't know if it was prior to him announcing it or something, something like that. Now you need to, there's this, this girl, she says it so perfectly. I want to almost, 
Mm, can I do a soundbite of how she said it? This, this again, it shows you where I get my sources from. So do your own research, yeah? Her name is called The Reluctant Accountant. I love the way she lays down um, she lays down stories. So this is according to The Reluctant Accountant. And she said according to somebody else. So you two go and do your own research. Listen all, because mm, she explains it better than me. Do you know how crazy the situation is with Philip Schofield? Let me tell you something. It was literally two months ago that I was speaking to a friend of mine about the Philip Schofield situation. I'm not even joking. I was literally talking to him and I was like, oh yeah, like, because I think he's a bit of a... Like that. And he was like, no, what do you mean he's proper? I was like, no, him. Like, he apparently, like, met this kid and he groomed him and then he gave him a job as a runner, got him a job and they were having a relationship. He was like, what? I was like, yeah, that's why he came out. And he didn't know what I was talking about. I was like, no, I haven't imagined this. So I'm trying to search for this story two months ago online. I'm searching, I'm searching, I'm searching. I can find loads of stuff about his brother, but nothing about him. Finally, I found like one article and I was like, look, here it is. Like, I know I wasn't crazy. I wasn't imagining it. This is it. Like, this was the little boy and he, you know, blah, blah, blah. There was one story. Now, I'm not a troglodyte. Like, I use the internet all the time, but like, I was struggling to find this story to the point when I found it, I was like you know what, like, I sure, I'm sure they should have made a bigger thing about this. Anyway, now, fast forward two months, and it's all over the place. And this guy, like, when they tell you about super injunctions, it's so, so true. I am telling you, I searched for ages to find this one, like, tingy little article that I could find. And I'm scrolling through Google pages. It wasn't on the first three, two months ago. Now look at it, it's everywhere. And I think that you will find this injunction is not necessarily just to do with him and his Nazi behaviour. Oh, no. People knew, and let's see how many heads will roll because this is wild. Do you know how? So, yeah, so I played that to say, um, to talk about the super injunction because clearly she's one of the people who had seen the news prior to him coming out and said, oh, this is why he came out. But because he had a super injunction, nobody, none of us saw it. So we were all fooled into this whole, oh, I'm coming out as gay. No, okay. Not like he's not gay. He said he's gay. Fine. Like, but again, nobody cares. Live your best life. Right. <laughs> so, so, um, it's, it, what is interesting is uh, he has allegedly, allegedly, allegedly been, so he's been having this uh, relationship with a younger runner who no longer works for the show, but he met, the guy when the guy was about 10 or 11 yeah so that's the scandal right there it's like oh, who was it recently that married their step cousin or stepchild or step something and it was like uh, you married them but th this is somebody that you you know what well, it's not just some men need to go to the bin enter the bin please you're all disgusting you're all disgusting you're, you all make me sick but yeah so talking about the super injunction and then there's a clip of um a soundbite of Eamon Holmes who I care less about but he was <laughs> let me play that clip where oh my gosh TikTok is where it's at honestly guys if you don't TikTok I don't even go there to look at new to look at people dancing I look I go there to look at drama and gist honestly it's hilarious so I'm just gonna have to rewind oh, stop, please let's just stop this he was sacked right all this nonsense about giving him I've decided to step down I'm sure you did 
Sure you did. Here, here's your P45, and I stepped on. You know, why, why do we, why do we propagate the, this language? I've decided to step on, and she says, um, oh, the couch will not feel the same without him being there. Well, she wanted him not there, so what's she moaning about the couch not feeling the same for? I mean, they deserve each other, I suppose. Oh, sorry, please, let's just stop this. Sorry, nuts. it just repeated. So that's Eamon Holmes to Pence on the situation. Now, to be fair, I care less about Eamon Holmes either. I have my own things with him, my own qualms with him as well. But where I'm going is that it's funny how this story is coming out now. And the re- <laughs> I was saying to my husband that they all knew all of them, all of them. I don't get this is my theory. Allegedly, allegedly, before somebody come and deal with me in my own corner of the internet. Allegedly, but they all knew. Whoever knew knew. They all knew, including so-called best friend Holly Willoughby. Now, I don't want to attack her because I think it's unfair that a man moves mad and does the wildest thing and then she's getting penalized when she was just generally living her best life, just doing her job. Like, why is the woman it's so often that why does the woman now have to come and get uh enter the saga when it's your mess? But it's just I guess I guess it's because of her relationship with him and i i'm also guessing you cannot be that close with somebody supposedly be best friends go on holidays do this this that and the third and not know that they're moving a bit wild yeah and now you're trying to distance yourself now my again i understand that everybody needs to most of the time in workplaces everybody's doing something mad and the funny thing is when they initially said they're no longer friends. Like the press was saying, they're no longer friends. I was like, who cares? I work with people that I don't like all the time. I don't like, people have to finesse it. They have to fake it. Who cares? But I think it's interesting how everybody's trying to distance themselves from the scandal because, because what again? (laughs) Everyone's trying to distance themselves from the scandal because everybody wants to keep their job. But what actually happened is philip schofield has stepped on somebody's toes that's the truth he has stepped on somebody's toes and that person said you know i've got dirt on you that person said i have got dirt on you i'm about to done your dance i'm about to take all the lid off the whole lid off you know what that person done that person did a um oh what's this mp's name this mp that walked out and lifted the lid on everybody during boris's time oh what's his name i don't be keeping white people's names in my head honestly Especially when I don't care about them. Oh my goodness. He walked out. He walked out through the front door. That guy. I was thinking of Dominic Cummings. You know what? I can't be bothered with my memory. I can't be bothered with all these white people's names. I can't be bothered with all these Tory MPs. I can't be bothered with all the scandal. I can't be bothered with all the mess. I don't have time. I don't have time. I've got to go get ready to go soon. Anyway, all of that, all of that, all of that. Um... All of that to say so many men are in the bin. They need to get put in, in the doors bin. And um, and um, what else again? Uh, oh, oh, you know what? Hope you have a good day. I'm going to sign out for now. Uh, until the next one. Bye. The eavesdrop. Eavesdrop. Eavesdrop.